Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Here's football legend Jamie Redknapp for Skechers ArchFit Footwear. Okay, I know what you're thinking. ArchFit Footwear? Ah, I don't need arch support. Well, I thought the same, and these are still my favorite trainers. You see, Skechers ArchFit are great for virtually everybody. ArchFit was designed by experts giving you podiatrist-certified arch support and all-day comfort. Plus, I don't wear them just for arch support. I love how they look too. Feel what you've been missing with Skechers ArchFit. Find Skechers ArchFit Footwear for men and women everywhere. Oh, God, get out of that. <laughs> <laughs> what? You must have been bored today. I'll be busy. Yeah, looks it. <laughs> yeah, so he's spent a lot of time in Photoshop today. What? I don't know whether I saw it, Tops, just, just in case. What, this? Yeah, look, that's, that's Hayden. Even here, right? That's Hayden next, next two weeks. That's you can explain it to the listeners. And in the back there, if you look over, there's that house on the right. This is genuinely his house. Over in there, that's where they keep all the dollar bills. I'm not going to tell what they sell. But in that bit over the back there, on the right-hand side, is where all the money's kept. All right? So that's his little... What that, what's that, What do they call them? The the place, Hacienda? Is it Hacienda? I can't remember. But anyway, that's basically Hayden's place. In, um, sorry to tell him. Oh, she's on mute. What a great start. <laughs> I still can't hear you, dear. Tobe, she's on mute. I can't. I can't. I'm not. <laughs> what a great start to the show. For anyone that didn't see that and is listening on the podcast, it's been a great entrance. Basically, Hayden is going to be reporting the F1 live from the exact building shown in the image. Um, so definitely check that out when you're watching it back. But anyway, guys, good evening. We're back. And what a gorgeous Friday it is. Welcome to the Long Run Show and Podcast, brought to you by the 40 Runs Running Community and, of course, our sponsors at Sketchers. So to check out all their latest trainers, kit, everything to hype you up for that summer vibe as we've been getting this gorgeous weather, just head to sketchers.co.uk. But tonight we are back, joined by the lovely Toby, the good old Chris Ford and Hayden, who are repping the lovely Sketchers gear. How are we, guys? Hayden? Oh, well, hang on. Before we go to the old boy... <laughs> I've got a special guest. Hayden, are you looking nervous, isn't he? Oh, every time you, you Hayden's looking something. nervous. No, I'm being serious. I've got a special guest who's actually staying at Hayden's place at the moment. <laughs> should we bring her should we bring her in, Tobe? Where I think she? she made the effort. Yeah. But bring her in. She's she's in Hayden's. Oh, well, I pressing the button. There we go. Yeah. Hello. Hi. <laughs> All the way <laughs> Are you all right? Can you hear me? Hi! Yes, we can hear yeah. you. Okay, good. I thought I'd just come and say hello, because I thought you'd be missing me by now. No. Yes. Yeah, yeah. you have. Yeah. You haven't been able to do anything for the last week. Let's think about this. For those that don't know, our lovely Sabrina is currently in Vegas. Sabrina, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. It's really hot here. I'm sat in the shade so I can actually see you and hear you. Um, but it's amazing, isn't it? This place is mad. Well, I mean, I wouldn't know. I've never been, so I need it's you to just hold it up for me. No, never been. It's like, 
just think about everything's just you know like everything's just been blown up about a million percent everything's just huge i can't get my head around it like the hotels are huge the rooms are huge everything like the food portions are huge i know why chris loves it now <laughs> it, it all makes sense it is true um, it's the greatest place in, apart from like arizona new mexico in terms of like staying there in a ranch away from everyone if you would just want to go out and go balmy for a couple of days or go nuts, then it's just the best place to go and have some. But you did some running. The reason she's on yeah. is because she's actually done some running. That's why we thought we'd bring her in transatlantic yeah. style because she's actually started her Chicago marathon training today by doing what? I ran to the um, I ran down the Vegas strip to the Welcome to Las Vegas sign because my friends have all been before and they've seen it. So I thought, well, I haven't. So what do I do? So I got up at 6.30 in the morning and left by 7 because it's so hot over here. Because you're in the desert. Hang on. I'm not having that. There's no <laughs> way you went to bed. You you carried on and then just ran there from no, where no, you no. were not before. I've, I've been to bed. I've been well behaved. And uh, there were still people in the casino, though, this morning from they were sat there last night, um, which is just, like, mind-blowing. I'm like, they must have just lost so much money in trying to win it back. But, yeah, oh. so I went and actually did a run. Six miles this morning. I'm in. Chicago, <laughs> we're on the way. Chicago Marathon's try to start us train. So are you joining us for this whole show? No, 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 I'm going now. I'm going to go back in the pool. Uh, I'm going to order some food. What do I... And then I'm going to think about what number I put on the roulette table later. 19. 19. One nine. Double zero. Double zero. Put it all on 19. The whole house, put it on 19. If it doesn't work, Tobe will recoup any of the losses. I'll go 17. <laughs> Let's all give oh, a number. Okay. I'm going, right. I'm going number. 19. All right, I tell you what, Sabrina, put 20, I'll give you the $20 when you get back. Put yes. $20 on 19 for me. And okay, I'll, right. Whatever right. pays out, I keep. You can have the $20. Otherwise, I'll give you the 20 Right, Chatilla, you pick a number. 13. What are you putting on 13. it, though? You've got $20. $20. Hey, hey, you can't do your usual. <laughs> <Matt. laughs> I'm going to go number two all day long. We'll go the same. We'll go $20. Number two. Okay. Ty? I'm going 17. Are we allowed to do this on the podcast so we can get in trouble for some kind of gambling? No, 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 no one's listening. Anyway. All right. So I've got 19, 17, 13 and 2. Yeah. yeah. Find out next week. Oh, no, it's a pre-record next week. You just have to follow us on social media. All right. I'll, um, I don't know if I'm allowed to film it, but I will. No, I'll you are. You can, take, you can take a picture or whatever. All right, cool. I'll let you know, all right? Anyway, all right, see you later. I'll see you all later. Bye, guys. Right, sorry, Bye. we better get back to talking about some running. Yeah. Well, that was lovely. Yeah, I did see a photo that she posted. It was attached to my Strava. I'm actually so jealous. Uh, it looks gorgeous. But yeah, right. let's get back to business. Sorry. Let's get back to business. Uh, if you're if you're if you're thinking what the hell's going on here, this show's live. If you just noticed that, unlike uh, your your usual podcast, this thing is recorded live. And if you're um, Toby, we're on Facebook as well tonight. So we've got Facebook, we've got YouTube. And if you've got a question, comment, whatever, stick it in. So like Penny's, Robert, Mike's here. We've got some people. Watching live, actually, there's actually, I can see there's like two million people watching tonight. So just get that in there if you want to get involved in the show. It's like uh, the Monday bite size we do, which is driven by you. But tonight, actually, what are we talking about, Jacilla? So tonight, we're talking about not necessarily the best mar half marathon workout, but some little, maybe some things that we do that we've done in our half marathon training mm. and things that we might advise or things that we forget to include. Um, so we'll be going deep diving into that shortly. Good shout. Good shout. So um, firstly, how have you been? Because we have not seen you for a few weeks. What have you been up to? I know. It's been a while since I've been on. Um, this The whole month of June, sort of coming to the end of financial year at work. We've got a lot of awards going on, end of year sort of things that have been having to be ticked off. But yeah, I've been doing well. Um, I think the last time was almost just before Hackney. So I've just been ticking over on, on my runs and just kind of focusing more on things that I've been neglecting. So a lot of like strength, um, I've actually started stretching um, a fair bit. So just doing things I wouldn't normally do, which is just, I'm not really in a plan at the moment. So I'm actually just in, enjoying myself really. Um, but yeah, no, looking good. Gonna head it's, to Park Sorry, Ryan. interrupt you, Jatilla. I'm gonna pull up your, elaborate more on that stretching because that's quite interesting for people. So yes. what have you been doing? 
So normally, like before for London Marathon, I used to do every single week, I'd go to two uh, classes at the gym and I'd do like stretch classes and things like that. And I loved it. I tried to do absolutely everything to get myself into London fit and healthy. Um, and I've been neglecting it since Boston, since Hackney. I've done hardly anything like that. I just get really lazy. I do my runs. I don't stretch. I don't do any of this. So now that I'm not really in a plan or working towards anything, trying to strip back and focus on the things that I kind of miss. I've been doing a lot of runs about watches to try and just bring myself back to some sort of just some nice, easy training throughout the summer. Um, it's actually been really, it's been really working in my favour. So yeah, it's just been chilled, but nice. But you got, so you got nothing booked in in terms of, uh, a, 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 I say, a goal you're working towards? No, not really. I am going to pop myself in for like a chase the sun, a run for event, probably towards the end of the month. Because mm. um, I ran at Park Run last week and I ran really well. I ran a cheeky PB, which I had no clue. Really? Doing. What was that? Um, sub 20, oh, 1943. Cool. I know. Oh, well done, and it's simply just from, I think, just not focusing on anything. Yeah. So I'm going to do maybe a 10K towards the end of July. Um, but then I'm away for work um, for about two or three weeks at the end of July. So mm. try and end it on a high. But yeah, I'm just really enjoying what I'm doing. Met some really cool people just running around Bushy Park and mm. just enjoying. It's been great. That's amazing. And what yeah. about you? So, so, you know, the old boy, we put the picture up. He's off to... Um, Let's go. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, off, he's off to his... I was a villa's probably a bit. I don't mean it'd be horrible because it's too small when you think of a villa. What is it? Is it a hotel? What what's what is it you're going to? Your place in Mexico? Oh, I don't know. If I go by your pictures, that, that's definitely not where I'm going. But you seem to know more about it than me. But I'm actually going to a nice hotel, and I'm looking forward to it. I is you doing any running? Um, the, it's the same thing. A few weeks. My plan's been over the last month. Let me go out there. I have two weeks off. So Chicago, same as Sabrina, same as Admin. Should have started today. Well, Monday, but I was going to have a couple of weeks off of doing nothing and just go for a 14 week plan because I've had a few injuries and stuff. They've actually started to feel a bit better as of late. And now I'm going, I'm starting to pack and I'm thinking, do I pack more than one kit? Do I go for two? Do I pack two pairs of trainers? And then they've got the missus saying, you said you weren't going to run at all. Then it's one run. I might get a couple and I might go to the gym. It just, it just becomes a habit for you, doesn't it? So yeah, yeah I'm going to plan on doing a few runs out there. It just depends on the heat and stuff. And where we're actually staying, it isn't too great to go out. So the site's big. So I think we can get a good five or 10K in on the site, but nothing too mad. But yeah, definitely trying to maintain a bit of fitness and just I want to come back ready to start. If it is a 14 week plan for Chicago, ready to start it, feeling good and fresh and mentally relaxed. That is the ultimate plan. Do you think that, do you think that makes any difference a 14 to a 16 week plan? I think with the way I train in my marathon journey, the fact that I haven't just stopped running after my last marathon. I've still got that base. I'm still keeping it up. So last week we went out and done hop. And even though it was over the endurance event over 24 hours, and I plan on doing about three laps. I said, thought maybe four laps, that 8K laps. But if I get 32K in over the weekend, that'd be quite a lot. That'd be the most since I've done since Boston. I ended up doing seven laps. So I ended up coming out like 56K. And I didn't actually think I was capable of that at the moment, the fitness stage that I'm at. But it actually did, and I felt absolutely fine. And this whole week, I kept thinking, I'm just going to come next day. I've got the DOMS, it's going to set in. I've been absolutely fine. So I think I literally, there's something wrong with me. When I don't run, I get injured, and I get, honestly, and I get grumpy and everything. I think I just need to run basically every day and constantly be on a training plan like I have for the last three years. And I think I'll be all right. So you're right. Huh? Um, talk a little bit more about heart, because... Oh, you... honestly, heart, heart was... I think we... I think. All of us should go next year. Jatila, we'll get you. I mean, Hayden did seven laps, right? I think you should yeah. do 17. <laughs> yeah. 100%. I think I am, man. That sounds brutal. Well, you're a machine. Sub 20. <laughs> right, so tell tell the listeners or viewers, Hayden, what Harp 24 was and is kind of thing. So most people have been probably more familiar with Endurance 24, which was the week, sorry, Endure 24, which is the week before. This is basically like a smaller version so it's a, basically a campsite in South End, Harp 24 was. It's actually a rugby ground. We went down there Saturday morning. There was loads of us from the 40 Runs running community. And we sort of like commandeered an area. And we set up the tents all around it. I, th I think when I counted, we had about 25 tents. There's about 35 of us. So we set up these tents in a big round circle. We had like a communal tent in the middle. And then one at the top bit where we built like a kitchen and everything else. So we all, we all got there about half nine, 10 in the morning. And at 12 o'clock... The, whistle, the gun goes off 
And basically, there's these loops, that 8K loops, five miles, and you go out and do one. If you want, the hardcore people that are running solo, they just keep going and going and going until they basically drop down. And you get, you get people there that are going to run 20 laps, 21 laps, which is just absolutely incredible. But you can also do it in teams, teams of two, three, four, five. We had a ladies' team, team of six, absolutely smashed it and got the trophy. It, it was absolutely yeah, fantastic. Right. They run the same amount. They run 24 laps, which was the same as the men's six that went out. They run right. 26. And they're like from a running club just like takes it really seriously. So our ladies done brilliant. And on top of that, we had a young lady that hit the set the fastest lap record as well. Someone yeah. that hasn't been running that long. She came along, went out, smashed out a 40, 43 minute lap. And that was the fastest lap of the whole weekend. So, oh, all round, absolutely brilliant. We had a bit of thunder, a bit of rain. Mm-hmm. So they, they pulled it for a couple of hours. It's a bit dangerous out there because it is quite traily up in the woods because you obviously you run at night. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, honestly, what an absolute fantastic experience and a great community feel. Just everything about it was absolutely spot on. Honestly, every person that went there just hasn't stopped talking about it since. Absolutely fantastic event. So she, uh, we talked her into it. Come on, Jatilla. It does sound amazing. Can we do a team, though? Can we actually yeah. do a team? Yeah. You can do teams of 12, but you only do one lap if you want. It's up to you. Let's do it. I'll actually do it as a team. Why not? I think, I think it. So. See how many troops we can roll up. <laughs> Honestly, I think next year, seriously, I think we could get, like, 50, 100 people to do that. After, after everybody, you know, seeing the hard work that, you know, Caroline, Alan, and the whole team put together, Definitely. getting that, you know, off the ground this year. I know they did the year before, but really smashing it this year. I think next year could it could just be double the size. Honestly, it's, it's an epic, epic weekend. It really did. I have major FOMO. Um, uh, but I think I see. I think I think. Tope, what about you? Do I have to run? Uh, <laughs> uh, he's so annoying, right? You could maybe organise the post-run bracky, maybe then. No, oh, no, 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 no. Who, who was who was on? Uh, was it Mel and who was Danny? Mel, Mel and Danny were the two camp chefs. Yeah, done a great job. <laughs> Fantastic. Did that so, <laughs> like there, there's lo- we had loads of porridge. Actually, I should give a shout out as well. Fellow long run show host Gemma, Gemma Pedler. Yeah. She was one of the solo ones. She went out and smashed like, 10 laps, about 80k. Machine. Okay. She's an absolute machine, Jerry. Yeah. Absolute brilliant machine. Brilliant. So, Tobe, do you feel now sort of I think the word's probably the right word, embarrassed about your lack of running? <laughs> Not really, no. Come on, Tobe, you've got ages to train for this now. We've given you a year's notice. What are we training for? Harp. Harp, yeah. Yeah, but you get a nice break in between, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, but don't forget, Tab, you've got that marathon you're not allowed to tell anyone about at the end of the year as well. Yeah, oh, not again. Not again. <laughs> not this saga again. Mm. It can't be. There isn't one. <laughs> <laughs> well, not that I know of anyway. <laughs> look at Aiden Lose. Look at his brain ticking now. Talk look. About it. No one's listening. Only like a million viewers live. He's got this. I'm not. I'm, Tab, I'm, hopefully, I'm not speaking out to him. It could be in October. Marathon, but let's not discuss it any further. What? I can't say anything. Yeah, he's not allowed to say. It. But all I'd say is he's wearing blue. Leave it there. Um, just hit up. Um, two out, of four, two out of four repping the blue today. Both Boston. Let's have it. Yeah, let's. Have, oh well, I could have put my Boston top, but I'd stay on brand. Friends of the show, sketches, thanks, sponsors. Thanks very much. I thought I'd yeah, stay I think brand. I think everyone's had a, enough of the unofficial uh, Boston tees for today. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean unofficial? They're official. They came from Boston. One of them came from Boston. And um, I've got to give a shout out actually to the guys because I was at an event on uh, day table. When was that? Which event? Wednesday. Wednesday. Thanks for helping. Um, we did a local event, St Albans, right? 13 quid this event is. And you get a barbecue. You'll give a donation, but there's a barbecue there. It's such a good local event. And I would say this to everybody, right, over the summer. I think that's because we're doing Wear Tents next weekend, which is another local event. Honestly, try and hunt out some of these really cool local smaller events. It really is a is a good shout because they're, they're not over the top in terms of money. You could probably set yourself a little cheeky goal of, not you know, again, it's not about running times, but in terms of where you are of your fitness, it'll give you a gauge of where you are. And, and you know, joking aside, we ran, well, firstly, we wanted to break Ben because it's just funny. Um but secondly, we wanted to see where we were at in terms of fitness at the start of our training plans. Because, I mean, I publicised it. I'm start, you know, starting my New York City Marathon training, um, like, early, deliberately. Um, and we wanted to see where we were in terms of fitness because we basically took May off. Well, Tobe's taken, like, the whole year off. 
after he walked 16 miles in Japan or wherever it was. Oh, um, well, he did say, hey, I don't know what you're shaking your head. You told me when we got back from the plane, it was embarrassing to watch him just walk the whole 16 miles. Is your exact words. He knows you're lying. Look, he knows. <laughs> I think there's video evidence that he's lying. To be honest, yeah, true. Anyway, my point is, is um, we wanted to see where we were at. We broke Ben, which was good news. And then uh, we've got a gauge of where we are in terms of now going, moving on. So we kind of get a, an idea of where we can go with our uh, sort of pace effort levels. So just to give you an insight into that. So we're looking at this training plan, uh, already thinking about where our efforts are going to be punching out to achieve what we want to achieve. So New York City Marathon is bleeding hard. It's a lot up and down. Over. Have you done it, Jatilla? No, I haven't. It's up and down loads of bridges, yeah. right? Um, and it's like quite a long drag over them and, and stuff like that. So we've got to be prepared to that. got to make sure we train reasonably well this year. So uh, I was using sort of the last few weeks to sort of see where I am in fitness-wise so I can then base basically where my easy mileage is because the first four weeks I'm pretty much working on building my aerobic base. Most of that is done in that sort of easy state, let's call it. So perceived effort of running easy. But we also try and put a pace around that so i've got an idea of where i am now that's come down my easy pace believe it or not has come down that it's not going to help some but sort of 10 and a half minute miles 10 15 minute miles i'm now going to be running down at sort of nine minute miles in terms of easy pace that's how much i've and i've done that over over a period of time in terms of you know where i am you know whether you're you're looking at it zones and things like that but i'm basically where my fitness has improved over the years my easy pace is coming down so we're just trying to establish that at the moment and by doing that on wednesday gave me a feel of where i am in terms of aerobically if that makes any sense so yeah. you know i broke ben at 45 minutes and i felt like i could have carried on quite comfortably so that gives me a good gauge of where i need to be for my training block um and i think i think it's a good key i'm not saying everybody do it but just just have a think about if you're starting a I mean, we're going to come on to it, but like a half plan or a marathon plan or whatever you're getting yourself into, think about where your effort levels are and how they how you match that up, whether you're matching it up to zones. All right. Whether you're, I don't know, monitoring it on your watch is not ideal. You really want to be doing it on a strap, um, you know, but try and do some work so you can get your zones, you know, reset almost. Try and do some even like a higher effort like we did on Wednesday. So if I was wearing a strap, that would have probably punched out some zone new zone data for me in terms of where my lactate threshold is and that sort of stuff. If you're doing what Tobe does, which nobody cares about, and you're wearing one of those stupid things on your feet, what are they called, Tobe? Stride pod. Thank you. Um, brilliant. You're going to get that, what is it, Tobe? Energy or output? Or wattage, power. Wattage, yeah. So, again, you're going to get different data, which you can then, however you're figuring out your training plan, you can then use that to sort of then build your way through it. So I hope that helps in terms of, does that make sense, Hayden? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Absolute sense. And as you said, it obviously we're going to come on to it, but absolutely you just basically summed up a lot of what my thoughts are towards trying to sort yourself out for a half marathon training plan or get yourself prepped for a half marathon. It, it's absolutely everything you just summed up really. So we're going to it in a bit more depth in a bit, but yeah, that, that's you're absolutely spot on there. Yeah, yeah, I can agree more. You've pretty much ticked off a few of the key things that I would sort of mention, but we will deep go deep into that. But um, before we leave, I know we've gone through all three of us. Toby, how are you? I'm all right. We've completely skipped everyone apart from you. What are you doing? Where no, are that's you? fine. Just there's not really much to say, really. We're <laughs> not allowed to talk about October. <laughs> no, we've got a little while to October as well. Yeah, we're not allowed to talk about October. No, I can't talk about October. It's no, not that around. Sorry? It will creep around. Yeah, everything seems to that. Well, this is what I'm finding at the moment. We kind of creep through. And now June, July, there seems to be something going on pretty much every weekend. Like, there seems to be a race. Or I mean, I don't really know. I don't really keep track. <laughs> I just go, what we're doing? And they go, oh, we got we got that race on this week. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, are, you doing, are you doing A6-10K, Jatilla? No, I'm not. But I am. I'm going down there to support a friend who's actually raising money um, on behalf of me and my family, surprisingly. So I'm going to be going down there. Um, he has raised a lot of money through uh, Mind, nearly like 3K now um, for 
a family member that I'd lost. Um, so he's raised a hell of a lot of money. Used to do a lot of running back with me back in sort of our junior years of athletics. So I've sort of helped him through with like a little bit of a plan, you know, just to get him back on the back in back on the grind. So I'll be there, screaming my, my lungs off. Everyone. Which game on the chart? Yeah, yeah, it'd be amazing. He's done a great job. He's done really, really well. So what's the, the he is. what's the um what's the just giving thing? Do you it's, know it? It's, his, it's just under his name, so it's Ben McGuinness. Um, okay, so get on there, people. Ben McGuinness. Um, even if it's a pound, even if it is a pound, get on there and yeah. uh, support that, please. Yeah, get so I'm super it. excited to go down there. It's so soon as well. It looks like it's going to be a, a gorgeous day for it. So, are any of you running? Yeah, we're, um, uh, well, hey, Hayden's doing dodgy deals in Mexico. <laughs> um, but me and Toby, there, we're on filming duty, we're, we're influencing, so we're going to upset everybody as usual. Um, what was it? We got we got accused of something the other day. Brilliant, loud, and all this sort of stuff. Sorry about that, but it's just the way we are. That's uh, what you want, get over it. I mean, it is what yeah. it is, isn't it? We can't help it. Um, but, yeah, so I'll, I'll be there. Speak up, be there. But I think there's quite a lot. I, I think, did I put a post up in the group, Aiden? I can't remember about who, if there's people going. I can't remember. Oh. There's so much going on in the community at the moment on Facebook. Um, which is great. Um, it's non-stop. Whatever you're doing, get it in the comments so we can make sure we feed back on it sort of over the next coming weeks. There's so much going on. It's, yeah, uh, it's manic. Like, I know we're obviously talking about sort of prep for, for sort of all of the upcoming halves and things in sort of, sort of yeah. September time, but there's so much before that. I it's, know, there is there's a lot. But I think you can, like as you said, you can use some of these events if you're doing stuff, whether it's local or big. Because, like, I mean, it's a good bridge, actually. Well done, Jatilla. Um, but like you think Great North Run is going to be starting soon. People's going because I've been writing a lot of plans for people. So Great North Run's going to be kicking in soon in terms of 12 weeks out from that. And so doing these sort of races and prep now, like as we I just spoke about, is is a good shout. But I think it's a it's a very good bridge onto onto stuff like that. so have we got has anybody got Toba? We know you're not allowed to talk about what's going on, Toba. But has anybody else got like a heart? Is anyone firstly doing Great North Run or another half? So, Jatilla, I think you need to get on this this bus, right? I think you need to get half in. I am. I've gonna. I think I'm gonna do um the big half. So I did it last year. Um, I feel like I'm gonna do that. It's a similar time to Great North Run. I think it's a little bit earlier. I think it's sort of like the first week of September. Um, so I think I'm gonna get that one under my belt. Um, It's not the same weekend as Berlin, is it? Nice. It's, I think no. I think you'll find it's either the last couple of days of August, first couple of days of September. That first weekend, either end of August. Last year was like the fifth of September or something like that. And then I think Great North runs the following week or something. Um, okay, so it's at the start. All right, well that's a good chat. Let's get you. Let's get you on the Greenwich. Yeah. Stick those alpha flies on, and you can turn it up again. I'm, I'm telling you, these alpha flies changed my life. I love it. <laughs> I refuse to wear them. Obviously, I refuse to. I refuse to wear them. About what was it? About three months ago, I refused. I used to run in carbon plate shoes and then I get a little treat and they change my life. They're actually under here where I've took them off. Uh, she's she's well, having not. Yeah, but I think you're going to need to get another colour now. I know. Oh, there we go. Big half from um, Bam Bam. 3rd of September. Cheers. There we go. So we could rock that out. I think if we put you down for like a, I don't know, 60 minute or something like that, put you down. Lost your, mind. Lost your mind. Right, before we actually move on to that, there is a, just a couple shout-outs down here that I want to just tick off from Cowman. So big shout-out to the 40 runners, Ian Wilson, good old Wilts, Chris Nash, and myself, Cowman, for the running the Wall 70-mile ultra. Yeah, right. Absolutely unbelievable. Unreal. Unreal. Yeah. Like, how, like, how was, like, that's mad. <laughs> they are. Ian, Ian Wilson, these sort of, notorious for it. He, he loves it this is what he does all the time a marathon is like a 5k for him this is this is the sort of stuff he does but that wall one in particular i say well cam man and chris nash have done it as well that looks absolute brutal it really yes. is 70 70 miles in that is not messing about that's carnage, carnage. Yeah. um also down there obviously i know you're talking about harp there hayden so robert hallam also said like you mentioned don't forget the winning the winning team and the fastest lady so some unreal sort of um session sort of ticking off there half 24 is fab um hello from turkey as well so welcome oh. we had somebody we had welcome. some i had someone the other day from japan never understand how they can understand well, we were me. doing quite well on, on being number one across the world oh, no. global um, we're, we're, we're mr worldwide yeah like. <laughs> massive massive across the across the globe um is anybody listening we've got uh, let me know if you're anyone's listening from germany I'd be interested to know that. Uh, what's the uh, thing? How do you get in touch? 
If you ask, oh, so 40runs.com forward slash long run. Yeah, send it in if you're from Germany. Um, what's this Paul pitch out? Big congrats on the BB. Must be talking to you. Same here on Saturday and, and stacked it 10 metres from the line. Oh, Jesus. Skin off, Skin off every... When was your last spill? Oh, so um, have you... Oh, this is tempting fate. Touch with we don't. Yeah, no. <laughs> I just thought that. Yeah, do we or don't we go into this? I think we'll just say we're very blessed and we move on. We don't want to tempt fate on that one pitch. If that's I know, right. it's yeah, all right. Right. Thank you very much. Paul yeah, Pitchin. we move uh, we move on. We move on to talking about half marathon something. And, <laughs> and that's what's so yeah, I, I think the um the sort of the idea came. And I said to you because I was I've been doing some plans this week and last week for people, you know, about the Great North Run and some of the other uh, big half things like that, and it was like. It made me think about, you know, people out there who may not, well, either they're looking to improve their half marathon time or what are the sort of key workouts that if you sign up for a half marathon and maybe you've not got a plan because you're just going to wing it, legends, um, what's the sort of, you know, best sessions, best ideas around the half marathon training that we can sort of, tips or anything like that, but sort of just in pass on you, like what we've done. So um, in terms of, so, look, coming from your background, Chile, what, what's the sort of when stepping up to the 13 mile distance? Where did you focus your efforts? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So when I started going into the long distance, it was super, super tough. I basically treated myself as a complete novice. Um, because running 60 meter reps is nothing compared to tackling a, a long run for me back then when I first started was around sort of four miles I, I just couldn't get my head around the fact that I was having to do 26 of them so my time my focus was more time on feet um, so I didn't care about the distance like the distance I was tackling I would just go out for a period of time and I would focus on the time on feet I did not care when I pressed that watch how far would I ran it's just to prove to myself that I can tick off that time because you know maybe farewell you're looking for maybe sort of like a a, a sub three or even a sub 230 or something like that you want to just know that you can tick off a 40 minute run without having to focus on the time or anything like that and you've kind of already taken out a big chunk of what your end goal is going to be you think okay if I can do the 40 minutes I reckon if I can I can do that again so that's when I started to just put my my trust in the time that I was running on the feet. Um, just go out super slow, listen to podcasts, listening to the long run podcast, of course. Match. Match. Of course. Um, and just sort of just getting those ticked off and just feeling comfortable. I didn't want to stop feeling out of breath, thinking, oh, my God, that was awful. Um, and then when I started to try and pick up a little bit of speed, which speed meant completely different thing for me when I was coming out of sprinting, going into sort of long distance training. So I did sort of tempo runs where I didn't have a, a, a like a Garmin or anything back then. I was, I was still on the hunt on like looking for cheap ones here, there and everywhere. And all I did was just go out with my phone on my arm and I'd run maybe like a mile, pretty steady. And then I would maybe try and pick it up a little bit faster. Now I didn't know timings, I didn't know anything. I just tried to pick it up a little bit quicker for another mile and then go back to a slow sort of jog. So just trying to get the balance between going at different paces, um, which really, really helped. And then by the end, it wasn't exactly, say, three miles. It was a little bit over or a little bit less. But I know myself that I've managed to work those 
those distances. So until you're feeling really comfortable to tackle going out with a watch or going out with pacing, going out in heart rate zones, I don't think I've ever trained in heart rate zones. It's I just really struggled from the very beginning and it just wasn't for me. Um, so, yeah, just going out and just feeling comfortable when you're going from that lower intensity to that higher intensity. Um, they worked really well for me when I started training for my first half before London. So, have you ever done any training for a half? <laughs> uh, well, I've trained myself to eat properly, like fuel for a half. Does that count? I've worked on the nutrition side. Oh, you're, <laughs> your focus has been purely on nutrition? Yeah. <laughs> and that's what on my round. You've sort of got that down to a teen now, really, haven't you? Um, yeah, I mean, there may be a couple of meals that I shouldn't have had, but mm. yeah, the it rest funny, of it's quite good. On Wednesday, I'm going to have a salad, I'm going to have a salad, I'm going to have a salad. Opens a bag up, hamburger in there. He can't resist. The boy can't resist. He can't help it. But it was better than size. Oh, that was wrong. Okay, listen to this. Nine, what was it, 9.30? Yeah, something like that. Which, okay, it's actually a good challenge. Oh, we've got another challenge. But, the, to you know, to eat everything off the saver menu. But the... um. He did the he did the three double cheeseburger challenge. Have you ever done them? Three of them. Oh, he's a dream. I've never tried to eat three. Yeah, try and eat three of them. I mean, he made light work of it. Or do the or do the saver menu. That's always a good one to just back your way through. He's pretty good at that as well. But it was at nine thirty after the race. He, all he was telling us for like was how hungry he was. To be fair, he had put a shift in. He did, he did put a PV down, so we we sort of um, we let him off really. No, but he's got he's got form for this. There was only Blade in the week before last. Well, after the race, obviously we went to McDonald's afterwards to refuel, and I'm standing behind him at this machine. And he, just, right, he kept yeah, he kept touching the buttons and uh -huh. pressing different things and uh -huh. all sorts adding to the basket. And uh -huh. I, I said to him, "What was it? Have you ordered for everyone?" He went, "No, that's mine." And that's ridiculous. Honestly, <laughs> it's, it's it's not normal. As it, well, I know everything is on the menu. So. <laughs> he's perfect. You just need me. It doesn't take me long. Just go. You know, that's it. Done. He's perfected his nutrition side of it. So, so go back to the original question. Have I you ever it. trained for a half marathon? Um, no. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> That's absolute Mickey tape. It really is. Just tell us sitting there going, is he, is he being serious? The thing is, is I know that he's not. Like, that's that's the thing. It's mad. Like, the guy can smash off three double cheeseburgers. When you can smash off three triple cheeseburgers, they call yeah, me up because... I've got a debate, and maybe we should throw this out to the audience, yeah, because we was having a debate about this in the car. I don't think the triple cheeseburger stands up to the double cheeseburger. In my view, I think the triple cheeseburger is is, is one cheeseburger too many. Let it's, me, too, let it's too much meat. There's too much going on there, and it and it and it sort of it sort of dampens down the feeling afterwards because you just feel like you've had too much. But if you go double cheeseburger, you could do what Simon did and go for the trip, you know, all three in a go. But if you went three triple, then you'd probably be violently sick. You'd be struggling. Yeah. So yeah, let us know. Do you go triple or do you go double? Personally, I'm a double guy. I just there's no point having the single. I don't even know why Toby tried to have that hamburger. It's just a waste of time. They should actually be taken off the menu. I'm going to start a petition. Hamburgers are brilliant. No, it wasn't alongside my rack. I think we've never ate one. It's not no, a start. They're, they're not. They're not. They're, I mean, again, typical elite runners talking. <laughs> <laughs> you, won't, you, won't, you won't get this on the Runners World podcast. <laughs> <laughs> or what's the one with Ben Felton? He won't get that on there. Run three ways. Run three ways. Elites. Yeah, heroes. Um, right, so, Hayden, talk to us about half marathon trade. Get away from McDonald's. Yeah, Ultimately, firstly, you need to decide why you're training for a half marathon and what your goals are for a half marathon. Obviously, if it's one of your first ones, you've come off couch to 5K or something, everything's going to look a little bit different to someone that's sort of almost seasoned or is a marathon runner who wants to train for a half marathon. I, I always think, looking at the side of it, of people that have already run a half marathon and you want to try and improve your time, the most important runs and the most important training definitely is your threshold training, without a doubt. It's the first race as you start to move up. So a 5K, if we're all honest about it, there's loads of sessions you can do, but we all know you just got to put your foot down and just go for it. It's a 5K. And to be honest, 10K, you drop back the pace by a couple of seconds and you're still going for it. Half marathon is the first one, first race you get to where you've got to start thinking a little bit more about your pace, be a little bit more tactical. And I've got this thing where a lot of people are trained to a half marathon and the fastest they would train to is their half marathon pace. And that's no good. 
Because if you do a 12-week block training for a half marathon and the fastest speed you go up to is your half marathon pace because you want to see what it feels like, that's almost like your limit. So when it comes to race day and you're doing that half marathon, you're running at that pace you've trained to, you're going to find that difficult. So the idea for me is to get that little bit of headroom, train at your 5 and your 10K paces, doing the shorter runs, so that you're training at a complete different sort of level, a different pace, so that when you do drop down to this half marathon pace, it feels a bit easier. So the best way for me to incorporate that and what I try to do is I'll always run past a half marathon distance if I'm training for a half marathon because I've done quite a few half marathons where I appreciate if it's your first one, you possibly wouldn't go to the full distance. So I'll, I'll go out and do, if I, if I would go out and do a half marathon, like maybe two weeks out from the race day, I would try and do, I'd really mix it up, try and like start off with about 5K, nice and easy. And about the next 10, 12K, I'll either go up to my marathon pace for 2K and then try and go a little bit faster, maybe my 10K pace for another 2K, have a bit of a recovery, drop back to marathon pace for a few K and back up to your 10K pace. You're going to find it hard, but just keep thinking to yourself, you've got that easy recovery for your last 5K that's coming. And that way, when you're pushing yourself in, in that situation, your body's working harder than it's going to need to on half marathon day. So when you start on that start line and you go for that half marathon, you're almost starting at a slower pace and you find yourself being able to control that and keep with that. Whereas if you, which I see so many people doing thinking, I don't know, I want a sub two hour half marathon. So I need a 540 kilometer pace. And they're training at a 540 pace. They might, they might start off easy and then move up to 540. Don't get me wrong, that's good, that will work. But that will never give you that bit of comfortableness. It won't give you that confidence. Whereas if you put in a few extra, you know, them faster runs, and based on around your sessions, moving up to it, like, like, you, like you would do if you were training for a 10K, go out and do five by 2K. You know, a 2K at threshold, 2K at half marathon, 2K at threshold, 2K at half marathon pace. And you're just almost like, it's like stretching your body. And then you, when you come back into that coil, back to the half marathon pace, you're fresh and you feel all right. So for me, it's all it's more about, funnily enough, it's more about threshold training than it is about endurance and getting them long runs in. Whereas a marathon, you're concentrating purely on that endurance and that long base. That, that's, that's the way I'll, I'll approach a half marathon plan. Yeah, it's, it's, that's, that's interesting, actually. That's a good, that's a good point. Um, some of the plans I wrote, like literally this week, I think, or was it last week, it was a lot of it was 10K pace. Hmm. on those longer runs so it's a good reference in terms of effort pace guidance is to try and throw quite a bit of your 10k pace in there so i don't know and again this is not necessarily something i would recommend if you're doing going up to your first half okay i always say if you're going up to a distance for the first time just complete the bloody thing right don't try and be clever about it just complete the bloody thing right and then worry about trying to get a time or whatever you want to do you know maybe you want to run the whole thing without walking whatever the goal is okay but do that on your second one just just finish the damn thing but if you do go then down that road of trying to improve times or you know you know however you feel and you or maybe like i said you just don't want to walk for the whole thing. by doing work at your 10k pace is a good reference point so whatever you've just run a 10k at a race use that and throw that in on those longer efforts so whether like Hayden just said, you know, you go out mile warm up and then you go, you know, four or five miles, 10K and then, you know, you're back down and then, you know, you come into some of that easy recovery pace again. It's a really good thing to do if you could build that in or whether you're doing a mile, you know, mile easy, mile 10K, mile easy, mile 10K, that sort of thing. It will really make a difference actually on some of those on some of those workouts. And again, like Hayden just said, you're. You're lifting your operating ceiling, basically. You're saying, I've got a little bit more breathing space up the top because I know that I've worked quite hard up here. And then on race day, if I'm going off, let's use you going for a sub two as an example. You know, and you've been training down at 530 per kilometre instead of 540 or instead of 909, you've been down at nine minute miles. You know, you've got a little bit of you've got a little bit of wiggle room there. Okay, so maybe start off easy in the race at your 540, your goal pace, and then, you know, drop it a little bit because or go, you know, a little bit 542 and then drop it to 537. You know, that's the sort of thing because it's not going to be as daunting and as hard. So there, there's some really good tips actually coming pulling out from what Hayden said. I, I would say for from, from my side of things, the one run, I love a half marathon training plan. I don't do many of them. But the one run I really recommend people do is the 10 miler. Now, it's interesting because we've got where 10's coming up. 
it's a horrible distance, the 10 miles, because it's over it's over that six miles that you would do a 10k at where you would bust a gut, right? So let's I'm thinking 10 effectively it's a tempo run. A 10 10k is still slightly faster, right? You should be really gunning it, right? But effectively, you could say you're at that lactate threshold pace or maybe a bit quicker. Um, but with a 10 miler to try and hold that lactate threshold pace for 10 miles is break it breaks you, okay. <laughs> And then to try and get the strategy around the 10 miler is really hard as well. Because if you go loopy at the start, it will ruin you. Or if you go too easy, it will ruin you. But if you can work in your half marathon training plan on getting a really good couple of 10 milers done, a, a, a pretty good lick. So let's say you are going with sub two. Uh, we'll use kilometers. And, so 540 per kilometer, 909 punches out sub two, right? I would look to do that 10 miler. Really, I'd be looking like eight, eight minute miles, eight thirty something like no slower than eight thirty, but like eight minute miles if I can get in there and hold it, maybe a pinch miles, and really just push yourself that whole time. It will break you, I'm telling you now, because they're really hard. But give yourself a mile, warm up mile, cool down, whatever. But really step on the gas on those ten milers because they're they're really strong in your head because you're getting that you get you hit six miles and you're like Jesus, I just can't hold this for another four miles. But you can, and you will, sort of push through it if you can. Do you need the fuel? Not necessarily, but it's a good idea too, as well. But really try and dial in on that on that ten miler, a, a real sort of high effort, because you know, with the long run, we we call them more towards the medium effort side of things because it's controlled and it's you know it's a steady effort over a period of time. But if you can turn that sort of ten miler into almost a bit of a higher effort, so you you're going out and you you're getting after it it's it's a great workout to do it really is and i would you know like hey was talking about goal pace and all this sort of stuff but if you could basically try and run your 10 mile at near as damn close you can get without like puking to your 10k pace then you're going to be that's going to be a real winner um in, but don't do them too close to race day but if you <laughs> because they do that they're, they're absolute ball breakers those 10 miles but they're such a good session to do I mean, we do it. We've got where tens coming up, haven't we? Tope. I mean, that's a brutal course. We've, it's got about eighteen thousand hills in it. Might Sorry. be over exaggerating a little bit. Um, it, the course, in terms of the, the, it's a bit trade. It's a bit down the river and stuff. So it's, it's a bit gravelly now. It's not ideal. But we always try and push out an effort there, mainly because we tried to break Petra last year, which we did. We broke PB because she swore at Toby, which is brilliant. Uh, first time I ever heard PB swear. I'm not over it yet. Was where was it was Sai or me? It was Sai when Sai said, Come on, Petra, let's push it now, or something like that. We had like four miles, and she she used words we can't use on here, um, which is unbelievable coming out from her mouth. But the um, it's a really good session to do, and that was a really good race. So maybe book a 10 mile race is, is another good option if great, you're half great south, isn't great. I think Great South's 10 mile race, isn't it? Is it? I, yeah, I don't know. Pretty sure great that, that in terms of timing, that is October. Week off Chicago, I think it's about October 13th, 15th. So, when's the Chicago Marathon? 8th, 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 8th. October. 8th. I wouldn't know. No, 8th no. October, I think. But right. I completely agree with that in terms of, especially, I, I know we talked on that before, but when you've got that 10 miler, it's not obviously the, the race distance that you're going to be running, but it's also the perfect training run as well, where you can not just necessarily run and see how what time you can put down but it's the perfect way to if you're maybe new to the to the fueling side of things as well it's one of those perfect distances where you can start to practice the mm. fueling because mm. I know for me sort of when it gets around the six mile I sometimes won't won't have fuel when it's up to sort of six mile just if it's a six mile run nice and easy won't really think about it but if you're going out there's so many local and I think the local local areas do do really good 10k 10 mile runs um, super cheap, like you were saying, the one a race that you did down in St Albans, thirteen pounds. But if you're looking for the right place, you can really find a good cheap ten mile race that might be up and down a river around a local park, and then throw in some fuel in as well there, and then yeah. get the route and go out and do it again if need to. Yeah, it, honestly, a, t a ten mile, I think for me, is the key to a good half. I mean, you've got you've got all the other bits, right? You've got your speed work, and you've got the usual bits that we talk about, right? But like like you just said, you said you know, it is the ten mile is, is is a good one to do. You, but you made good points about focusing on time as well. So for example, tomorrow we're going out and we're just running for two hours. We don't care how far we get, right? But we're going to run for 
roughly two hours. That's that's all we're interested in doing. And I would say this is it's something also to take into consideration. Put it on side the ten mile run now because I think you should all like try and get that in. But this running to time business is is, is really good. Yeah, I think it, it, everyone's focusing on distance in the training plans. Um, and and just to go out and go, you know what? I'm going to run half hour out and then I'm going to turn around. I'm going to run half hour back. There's a lot to that, you know. And I'm going to run that half hour on the way back a little bit quicker than I, you know what I mean? On idea, so maybe go out for 32 minutes out. And make sure you're back within, you know, the, the 28 minutes to make them see what I did there, type of the match. But make sure you're back in, in the right amount of time, you know. So, and then you're not focused on necessarily what your pace is, what your thing on your shoes doing or whatever it is. You're, you're just focusing on getting back on, on that time. And actually, everything else will take care of itself. You're not really that necessarily that focused on pace or anything like that and getting confused with all that sort of stuff. Um, so trying to, try to do stuff to time base is really powerful in i think in half marathon training um i think i think more yeah. so yeah I, I don't disagree with you i agree with you but i think more so when you're talking about the end of people maybe going for their first half marathon or maybe even the second half marathon absolutely you should be thinking about time even full marathon i think training to times is definitely definitely the way forward for, for your first one i just find once people do two three or four then you are you're whether we like to say it or not we all admit we start chasing pbs so then you do have to start thinking. If you really want to go for that PB, you do have to start thinking about these sort of sessions. I'm, I'm going to correct Mark, you there. I'm going to correct you there because these these Herberts go to me on, on I don't think you run to time. All you talk about is running to time. I love it, don't they? But actually, <laughs> it's, for me, right, so just to clarify this point, right, I will go and have a go. Whatever number's punched out at the end of that is what it is. If, if that's what it is on the day, that's great. So I will go to look to run hard, right? Because I want to see where I'm at or because I just fancy having a go at it because I enjoy doing it. If that then pushes out of time, then so be it. So just to clarify that point, because you say, oh, you don't run times when you say, you, but just to be absolutely crystal clear to these Herberts, I just literally, my view is if I go, if, if there's a race that I fancy having a you know good effort at it and it punches out of time, that's great. If it ain't what it is, then I couldn't really give one of those. Do you see what I mean? Just I want to clarify that because somebody again pulled me up on that the other day and I thought, you know what? You've got no clue and you've got nothing better to do than angry type. <laughs> Carry on. What happens. Well, I'll just say as well. So on Mike Blackledge just commented saying another good one is to see how far you can run in an hour. Do this over four or five weeks, you naturally increase your pace. Yeah, but that's that's the point I was trying to get back to as well. So a threshold run really should be something you can maybe hold for an hour at least. So it's the same sort of thing for me. Get that hour out there at that high intensity pace. And yeah, spot on Mike, you're definitely, definitely starting improving your time. Yeah, I was also going to say, we've got Ian there, who's also sort of a, agreed with us on some of those points. I've used run into time rather than distance on my last five marathon programs and my race times have come down. I'm a convert to this strategy. Interesting. Interesting. So it's, it's for the last five marathon programs as well. Must be doing something right there, Ian. Well done. Yeah, I, I like it. I'm a, I'm a big believer in that. Don't get me wrong. I still think when you get towards necessarily the sharper end of business, let's call it, I think as a, as a, any human being, you are focused because whether it's a marathon or whatever, half marathon, but you're going, oh, sh I've got to make sure that I can run 12 miles. I've got to make sure I can run 18 miles because there's that psychological element of it. So that's why I tend to put that into a plan. Um, so just tell me, Chris, I, I, yes, I'm, I'm quite intrigued with this. So you're doing a marathon plan. Let's say you're, your own plan, you're thinking about it. So when we get into like three weeks out, your longest last run, traditionally, as people say, let's do a 20 to 22 miler. So if you was working to time, would you arrange that time on the basis of what you know you could run a 20 to 22 miler? Yeah. Or would you just go out and so, run a time? Yeah, I, I know roughly, if I run easy, right, I know I'm going to get 20 miles done within three and a half hours. Right. Okay. So that's that's traditionally, if if when I, like last year, in last year's plan, or last year, yeah, it is last year, or when I, whenever April, I can't remember. But basically, I was looking between three hours and three hours 15 for my 20 mile runs because because the goal work that I was putting in them roughly. Um, so I knew that that's where I was at, but that's because I've done several training blocks and I know in terms of experience where my, where my pace is and my effort is going to punch out in terms of my time off. I personally don't want to be on my feet 
for more than three and a half hours. But that's because I'm ideally going to be running for no longer, let's say, than four hours in a marathon, right? Um, so that's why I'm looking to do that. There is science that says, you know, you shouldn't be going over three and a half hours, but I totally appreciate, <clears throat> sorry, that some people, they don't run those sort of times. They, you know, they're, they're heroes who run these seven hours and they, they may be looking to do more than that. Now, there's obviously science uh, and there's a lot of stuff around, you know, running over those periods of time is, is you, you do more harm than good, right? Mm -hmm. I, that's out there. But at the same time, people do still want to try and get psychologically 20 miles through their legs to say, you know what? I've got that done. I, I'm going to be all right on race day. They're always going to, even if you did 18 miles, you're going to be all right on race day, right? So, but no, for me personally, I think that was your question, is yeah. when I'm doing my plans and I'm looking for what I'm looking to do, I know that I'm very lucky that I can basically punch the, that sort of distance out in that sort of time. This year will be a little bit different. I'll put longer distance through my legs, but that's because of stuff I've got coming my way. Normally, I wouldn't, I don't need to go, I don't feel I need to go over three and three fifteen, three twenty. Um, but if I wasn't doing what I was doing this year, would I go out and do a twenty-two miler this year? Probably yes, just to get three and a half hours on my feet. But then again, I'm probably looking to run that sort of time in the marathon, so I don't really need to do that. Do you see what yeah. I mean? So it's that it's that chicken and egg, isn't it? It's having the confidence that you know that what you're going to do is going to be enough, and and yeah. that's what it comes down to, and that's why I always say you. The 20 miler is not going to define your marathon day. Your third, your 12 mile run is not going to define your half marathon day. It's not. It's the it's the period leading up to that that's going to define and your taper to a degree. But the fact that you're not overtrained, you're overbaked, and that you're going to be on the start line in the best possible shape. If you go out and do something stupid because you think, oh, I've got to run 23 miles because that's what I've got to do, then probably a chance are you're going to get ruined. Okay, because it's, it's hard to recover from it. So yeah. it, it's, it's a fine line, but I totally understand the psyche of, of, of an everyday runner who wants to go out and do, you know, go and do, go and do the distance. I've heard that as well. But I think the problem is, well, just lastly, sorry on this, is my problem is I really don't like an out and back. Maybe it's just where I live. When you train, you do five runs a week, go down to the bottom of the road, turn left down this road, down that road. Once you've done that five times a week, after six or seven months, you are sick to death of these routes. No, so for me, I hate, I hate out and backs. So I'm always trying to do loops. I'm trying to find somewhere. If I'm doing a 20 miler, I'm on that on the go app, trying to find a 20 mile route to come back. Whereas if I was doing it on time, it's a little bit more trickier. Uh, I see where he's going. Cause I was going to hammer you there about your routes. Cause you should just cowboy up and get on the train. Like <laughs> me and Tope do. You get the chauffeur out. I'm, I'm not surprised that he doesn't get the chauffeur. I don't know why, why your helicopter. Run it. Yeah. And then the chauffeur. I ask a sensible question. I've got Bill and Ben coming out with these stupid answers. I'm asking <laughs> ben, a ben. Serious <laughs> <question>. <laughs> um, no, right. So you're saying if you're running a looped thing, so you're doing multiple loops. Yeah. No, no, not, not so much multiple loops. Just say I'm running from here and I think I'll go by your strategy and think, I think maybe 20, 22 miles I could do in three hours. I'm going to go out, forget my age, I'm going to do a three-hour three run. How can I judge my route where I'm going to go from my house so now I can get back to my house in three hours without doing a straight out and back hour and a half? Well, you don't, but you wouldn't you know the course. Wouldn't you know the route? Wouldn't you have worked that out? But I, don't know what, I don't know what mileage I'm doing because I'm running to time. Yeah, but you just take a rough stab at it. You just, right. there's not a... We'll say the size, size. Right, we're looking to run three, three hours, 15 minutes. That usually punches out 18, 20 miles. Go and find us a route. So he'll get on his Garmin app because he's got absolutely nothing better to do, right? And he'll give us this route. It's usually pony, by the way, and it's got hills in it, which we've got to do, Hayden. Just heads up on that. Um, but then we'll, we'll roughly take that into consideration, knowing that the route will be between 18 and 20 miles, okay? We've gone a bit into marathon, but it's just, this applies to half marathon training, okay? But what we will do, and, and I Tobe can tell you as well, when that clock ticks over, it don't matter where we are, we stop. Because I've walked back from Cheson, which is three miles from my house. I'm being serious. I've walked back from... What do you mean? I don't want that. that yeah, but I don't... Yeah, but I'm, I'm being that anal about it, right? I've walked back in a... Sitting down a rain... Um, I got a drink, Natch, from the uh, coffee shop, and then I've walked home because I won't go over. That's how mm. anal I've been. The route has finished at that point. And my run that day stopped. Wherever I am, I stopped. But then I'll know for next time, roughly at that sort of pace, that's getting me there. 
and that's the way to that's the way I can't or we kind of work it out is that but we will make sure that we we are that anal that we will stop at the on roughly the allotted time we will we will, that's that's how honestly that's how anal but unfortunately for some who are listening to this that does only come with experience knowing your roots and coming from experience if you're doing this for the first time you're probably thinking what on earth are these four herbs talking about I tuned in to watch admin in Vegas. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I do completely agree with definitely with some of those points that you obviously mentioned in terms of doing that. Like I've been running to time quite recently and I'm very much like Hayden. The thought of doing an out and back down on the river, which is normally my local long run route, it pains me. I, I need to be doing a loop. So I use, I don't have any sort of official Strava Garmin pay for routes all this stuff i just go on google before i do before i go on my run and use the on the go map on google really nice and easy put my point down i've started off using just to get my bearings so i do sort of a 30 relaxed without my watch and i do an hour relaxed without my watch because i know the routes roughly i've been able to sort of dot different routes that i've been going around and sort of going out and tackling them routes and even if they do fall a little bit short at first i was getting really funny like oh that's not not going to take me to four miles but then what i started to do was change it so i would actually end on the high street pick up a coffee and then walk home now i mean that's normally my plan for sort of a weekend thing normally if i'm running at lunch i need to do a route that i know because i know that i need to be back within the hour so I'll stick to that but spicing it up towards the end of the week when you know you've got the time to maybe finish take grab a coffee grab something that you need in the street take a nice mile walk back up to back to your house or something like that that's also really helped and I sort of get excited to finish bang on them 30 minutes because I know that I'm going to be finishing somewhere where I plan to go and grab a coffee like try and think of things that you might want to end it on like for Toby it might be a nice bucket a KFC bucket or something like Bang on 30, outside KFC, bosh, done. It's the best way to go, unless you've got a side route, in which case you're guaranteed that it'd be short. Yeah. And then you'll just be <laughs> running into the car park. <laughs> he does do that a lot. He promised us He promised us this amazing route and we were running up and down the river because we still had time to do. I mean, this is, I mean, this is, I, I'm being a bit harsh. If you can't afford Strava or you can't afford the Google Maps, if I'll give you uh, Simon's email address, it's <laughs> idiot at google.com. And um, just email him, and he'll do the route for you. Or you can, if you want, you could just. If you best, I, I found it quite interesting to go on to Toby Frost Strava and follow him, and then he, there's loads of routes he's done. He just pick up on some of them. He, he does some good routes on his Strava. Just yeah, I, I, I would thoroughly recommend following Toby Frost on Strava. Yeah, yeah. and also yeah. commenting on all his runs because he loves that, doesn't he, Hayden? Please comment oh. how many cheeseburgers you could eat. <laughs> that's Simon. Do you make sure you follow Simon Neil as well. He loves that as well. Make sure you comment on it and just put picture emojis of hamburgers, <laughs> uh, cheeseburgers on his Strava comments. He would like that very much as well. If you could all do that, that'd be brilliant. I think, Jacilla, you better wrap it up because... Yeah, I, mean, I can't actually move. We've hit an hour already, guys. Um, yeah, right. I just want to get the last few things that have come in there from Penny. She said really useful tips. Um, she's thinking about doing Leamington Half uh, on Sunday and looking forward to Chester or York Marathon in October. Um, so good luck there, um, Penny. Let us know how you get on. And also a hello from Florida. So sorry it's late. Um, Is that Is that one of your relatives? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, but no, I will wrap up there, guys. Thank you for joining us this evening. It's been a great evening, and I can't believe we've reached the hour mark. But enjoy whatever you're up to this weekend. What are you guys up to? Briefly, quickly, before we shoot. Um, yeah, we, as I say, we're running for two hours tomorrow. I've got to give a shout out. Next week's a pre-record um, because I'm um, I'm basically out, <laughs> and Tobes out. So we a pre-record next week. Just uh, heads up. But uh, we know we're running for two hours tomorrow, um, and that's it, really. Well, I'm, meeting up, I'm meeting up with a load of the Surrey lot, uh, 40 runs lot at Nonsuch Park Run. And then Sunday, I'm thinking about jumping on a plane to go to the other side of the world. Must Carol. be nice. Lovely. Toby? Toby? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I, I was just trying to look where the Buddy Outro video is. I can't remember. I'm running there probably about two hours tomorrow and then going to eat some food, basically, I think. So. Sounds fantastic. Yeah, it's probably about it. Nothing too exciting. Oh, right. well, guys, that wraps it up. Uh, thank you for listening this evening and have a great weekend and we'll see you next week.
Oh. <laughs> is that Bill or Ben who done that? Oh, no, that's not the outro video. I thought that was the outro. Oh, here it is. <laughs> Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.